Hi, welcome to Pianos and Bliss podcast. I'm your host, Kate Vanilli. So it's been a long time since the last time that I recorded my my last episode. Uh, the reason because of this, uh, the reason for this is that I've just been up and down. I haven't set a good schedule for myself. And so that's why I'm just all over the place anyway. I'm glad to be back and today I'm back with a very serious topic, a very interesting topic that got me thinking today and I was just like, why don't I record this and uh, share it with other people who may have the same problem like I had. So my problem was that I didn't know whether whether I didn't know whether I really have faith when I pray and such like things. So I was just doing some research and um, I read uh, a certain article that was titled activating your faith so this title uh, basically the summary of this title is that belief is a thought of the heart but faith is an act and uh, this was related to the point um, to the story of the of the woman who bled for 12 years so she she believed that if she touched uh, the clock of Jesus or just Jesus, she would be healed of her her ailment, her whatever was uh, ailing her. So she believed first and then she had faith also. Faith was the act now that she reached out and touched Jesus. And in the scriptures, we are told that there were a lot of people pressing onto Jesus. And when the woman touched him, he felt the power go out of him. And he asked his disciples, who is it that touched me? And his disciples were were kind of flabbergasted because there were a lot of people trying to touch him and everything. So they were just like, isn't that obvious? Everyone is touching you. But he was, he had felt the power go out of him, which means as much as everyone else was trying to touch him and everything, they did not believe or they did not have faith that they would be healed by touching him. But the the woman had faith that she would be healed just by touching him she she be, she she could have chosen to believe something else she could have chosen to believe he has to speak to me for me to be healed he she could have chosen to believe he has to spit on me to be to be for me to be healed but she chose to believe if i touch him i will get healed and uh, because of her belief and her faith her belief caused her to have faith and take the action so that is what i took from that article and uh, because of this article i was led on to do further research on faith really and um so i have a few a few scriptures first of all that i want to to go through before i go to the main point of this uh, episode first timothy chapter 6 verse 12 it says fight the good fight for the truth faith hold tightly to the eternal life to which god has called you which you have declared so well before many witnesses you notice you're told fight the good faith for the true fight the good fight sorry for the true faith you're told to fight for faith like through the bible you'll notice um the apostles keep bringing your mind back to faith and belief in in god you you keep 
uh, there is a recurring theme there's always a recurring theme in the bible so many things are repeated they might be said differently but the point uh, gotten across is just one and the same thing so i believe uh, this is straightforward you're told to fight for the true faith romans chapter 10 verse 17 it says so then faith comes by hearing and understanding the word of god so uh, you notice what it says it says you have to first hear and understand the word of god and what is the word of god the word of god is uh, what you get in the bible reading the bible and actually understanding the bible will uh, give you a foundation for your faith to grow day by day i believe that is what this scripture says romans chapter 10 verse 17 And so if you're someone out there who wants to grow their faith first of all dig into the word um dig into the word and just bury yourself in the word have a zeal for God have a zeal to understand the bible and have a zeal to understand everything that occurs around you we are told that we are uh, we are in the physical realm yes but there's so much going on around us that we are unaware of and if you just dig into the bible and pray over it you're going to realize so much more happens around us that we just do not know about and the bible gives us insight so just if you're trying to grow your faith make it a habit to always read your bible make it just just don't read one verse and that's it for the week or for the day be zealous like keep going for it uh, give yourself a, a record today i'll read one chapter today i'll read um one book there are some books in the bible that are so short that you can read them within a day within even um a few hours or minutes depending on uh, how you understand and understanding come from god if you believe and you pray for understanding you will receive it so that goes that is point one if you want to grow your faith just bury yourself in the in the word and so i've gotten to the point that i wanted to put across in this podcast which uh, which is uh, hindrances to faith and the first point that i have um the first thing that can hinder you from growing your faith is lack of understanding of the new birth that comes with uh, getting born again and uh, what does this mean It means that uh, your faith uh, you might be stifling your faith on your own because you do not understand that by leaving your old ways and getting back to God you're given a new body you're given a new flesh like you're reborn in Christ and so your identity changes you're no longer just the ordinary person you are you're no longer the sinner you are you are you are not no longer defined by what you are and uh, most of us just don't get this uh, most of us uh, go on to forget to forget uh, that once you give your life to Christ fully give it, give your life to Christ your life is changed you allow him to change you and so you have you're, you're given you're, you are born again yes you're born again and i'm going to give uh, a scripture that uh, We'll just give you a more a bit more understanding on this second corinthians 
chapter 5 verse 17 it says this means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person the old life is gone a new life has begun that is a very self explanatory scripture that you that um, anybody can understand and uh, it just means what it says once you give your life to Christ it is a uh, you are changed you are a new person in Christ the old life is gone and the new life has begun another scripture that goes in line with this is second peter chapter 1 verse 4 and it says and because of his glory and excellence he has given us great and precious promises these are the promises that enable you to share in his divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desires again leading back to the point of understanding of a new birth you uh, it says your his glory has given you great and precious promises that enables you as a person to share his divine nature and escape the corruption that comes with human nature like when you you're born again you're living your human nature you're uh, starving your human self in a way and you're feeding your spiritual being you're feeding your spiritual self and you are starving all your human desires because it is um it is a well-known fact that even as um you are born again you still have your human desires and sometimes you want to do some things and uh, um just the fact that you're born again your your human you you learn you learn to stay to to stay for those those are uh, um uh, what do i call them those desires you stifle those desires because you know that they are no longer worth it you know that you need to feed your spirit more than you feed your flesh that so that the devil may flee so that evil may flee from you you're told that resist the devil and he will flee from you so yeah that is it once you're born again you are allowed you're given divine um divine um like these um god gives you the power to be born again to be a new person in christ through christ you're given that power we continue on to the second point of uh, what hinders the growth of your faith the the second point is lack of your understanding in christ first john chapter 4 verse 4 says but you belong to god my dear children you have already won a victory over those people because the spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit excuse me than the spirit who lives in the world your lack of understanding in christ makes your faith not grow you're not understanding that now that you've left your past life behind you have found a new identity in christ and the christ has given you authority to actually use his name and he lives within you now that you have uh, accepted him into your life he lives within you that you have a new identity altogether and he has given you power because as you know this uh, verse says um, because the spirit who lives in you 
is greater than the spirit who lives in the world and which spirit lives in the world demons and all these other other kinds of uh, of uh, evil evil things in the world but the spirit who lives in you once you just give your life to Christ is the spirit the holy spirit actually we are told that the holy spirit is the gift that Christ uh, sent to us when he ascended back to heaven when he ascended to heaven yes the holy spirit is the gift so this the holy spirit resides in you when you give your life to Christ and that is what you told if you have an understanding of this if you have an understanding that you have been granted the holy spirit then your faith will continue to grow because you know that the spirit lives within you and you you know that the spirit allows you to do whatever to do great 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 miracles and great wonders in his name you know colossians chapter 1 verse 9 to 14 it says so we have not stopped praying for you since we had since we first heard about you we ask god to give you complete knowledge of his will and to give you spiritual wisdom and understanding then the way you live will always honor and please the lord and your lives will produce every kind of good fruit all the while you will grow as you learn to know god better and better we also pray that you will be strengthened with all his glorious power so that you will have all the endurance and patience you need may you be filled with joy always thanking the father he has he has enabled you to share in the inheritance that belongs to his people what is what he said here he has enabled you to share in the in the inheritance that belongs to his people who are his people his people are those who accept him those who accept that jesus is lord those who accept jesus as their savior those are god's people do not kid yourself you you god's people are those who acknowledge him as the 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 overall the king of kings and the lord of lords those are his people do not kid yourself that you will be his that you there are so many ways to get to cry to god there is only one way to get to god and that is through jesus christ through the name of jesus christ do not kid yourself i continue for he has rescued us from the kingdom of darkness and transferred us into his king into the kingdom of his dear son who purchased our freedom and forgave our sins listen to what this says who purchased our freedom and forgave our sins um once you give your life to Christ uh the your previous sins any sin that you you committed they're blotted out and uh, once you you just um give your life to Christ those sins no longer count just keep this in mind those sins no longer count those sins do not define you once you give your life to Christ the lord then takes you under his wing and calls you and calls you his child and after that you have a new identity in Christ and your sins no longer have a, a hold on you and you're given the freedom to just to just be free of those the guilt and the shame that comes with anything that you've done anything that you've experienced in life the lord offers you joy and peace 
in the name of Jesus Christ and just learn if you if you're a new this goes uh, beside the point of faith of the the teaching today but if you're a new believer and you're struggling so much with the your conscience the guilt and uh, and everything i'm uh, advising you to just find verses that will uh, encourage you as you continue in your journey because it's a journey you just don't uh, become born again today and tomorrow um tomorrow you are perfect you'll never be perfect first of all because no one can be perfect except god and um so it's a journey it's a it's a it's a growth journey just uh, if you're struggling with your conscience and uh, everything else in life find relevant scriptures verses that can help you get through that and just learn to memorize them and keep them in mind as you continue with life that is my advice i um the second point was lack of your understanding in christ and uh, i go to the third point which is lack of understanding regarding righteousness what does this mean um lack of understanding regarding righteousness we do not understand uh, we do not understand that once you okay these are uh, these points are just going to revolve around each other we do not understand that once you give your life to christ you're made righteous in his eyes and uh, once you're righteous the prayers that you make are wonderful to the to the lord and he listens to your prayers because you've been cleansed and he sees you and he hears you and uh, we just do not understand that once we give our lives to him and we continuously seek him he sees us and he will listen to us and that is where faith comes in no? that um, whatever you pray and uh, and uh, say in faith and believe the lord will grant you and uh, that's just one thing that we need to understand once you give your life to christ the lord sees you and he listens to you and he listens to your prayer you just need to say them in belief and in faith that he is going to grant you these things and they will be granted i'm going to read the few scriptures to support this point second corinthians chapter 5 verse 21 for god made christ who never sinned to be the offering for our sin so that we could be made right with god through jesus christ this is a very self-explanatory verse basically christ died he purchased us at a price of his death and resurrection and now we are made right uh, with god through jesus christ another verse is isaiah chapter 43 verse 25 it says i yes i alone will blot out your sins for my own sake and will never think of them again listen to what they say it says i will never think of them again they will be, your sins will be blotted out and he will never think of them again once you give your life to him and the to uh, to just follow up on this verse you just don't give your life to christ and then you go back to your old ways and you think your your salvation your salvation is uh, guaranteed that way no it doesn't work that way you give your life to christ and you continually make the decision to follow him because there's so many things that could happen uh, 
there's so many things that could happen um, along your journey. You could sleep. You could choose to sleep. Sin is a decision. Sin is not something that is imposed on you. Sin is a decision that you make. You sit and you, you decide, I am going to be, to, I'm going to sleep with this person. Um, and this is not, uh, we are not married, but I'm going to sleep with this person. And you are aware that it is wrong, but uh, you make the decision. You decide, I'm going to steal that money. It's a decision. So sin is a decision. Never kid yourself that this uh, sin, sin, uh, never kid yourself that sin was imposed on you. It's never imposed on you. You may have the the thoughts may be put within you. You There may be doors that you open that uh, allows the, the thoughts to be put within you. But the ultimate decision, the ultimate doing of the sin is by you. So, keep in mind that once you give your life to Christ, make it a, a, a decision and uh, uh, a, a will within you. Feed a will within you that makes you want to continuously seek Christ. The fourth point, the third point was lack of understanding regarding righteousness. The fourth point is lack of understanding regarding our right to use the name of Jesus Christ. And what does this mean? We are told all through the Bible, the name of Jesus Christ holds power. The name of Jesus Christ is a powerful name that can be used for anything. You can cast out demons in the name of Jesus Christ. You can heal sicknesses in the name of Jesus Christ. You can perform miracles in the name of Jesus Christ. Whatever you, whatever you wish to do in faith through the name of Jesus Christ can be achieved. And most of the times, we as, uh, as believers don't fully understand that we have a right to use the name of Jesus Christ. And I'm going to just uh, read a verse again that supports, supports this uh this point john chapter 16 verse 23 to 24 it says at the time you won't need to ask me anything i tell you the truth you will ask the father directly and he will grant you your request because you use my name you haven't done this before ask using my name and you will receive and you will have abundant joy these were the words of Jesus Christ through his ministry. And he was talking to the disciples, I believe. He was telling them, uh, until that point, the uh, people had not been praying in his name. And so he was, he was telling them, there will come a time when he would not be around. And he, he gave the authority to pray and ask anything, ask God for anything through the name of Jesus Christ and it will be given to them. And this uh, brings us back to the point of faith. You ask having faith. You just don't ask um, randomly and uh, you don't believe. Never have doubts. Do not have doubts when you're asking for something in the name of Jesus Christ because it will be done. If you believe, it will be done. If you do not believe, if you have doubts, it will not happen, unfortunately. You're told to have belief. Believe. Faith. Have a faith that can move mountain. Have that faith like a mustard seed. That Have faith even as little as a mustard seed, but never lack faith. Because the name of Jesus Christ is the ultimate name. It's the most powerful name. 
that we as believers can use to request God for anything. There's no other name in fact that we can use to request God for anything except the name of Jesus Christ. So my the, the point is that we have a right to use the name of Jesus Christ and we need to realize that we do have this right and we need to claim this right and use it in our day-to-day life activities. Pray relentlessly, we are told. Pray relentlessly and come to the Lord with all sorts of of request the lord that does not uh, uh, put you in a box like he does not tell you you can only pray for this and that and that only the lord has, has given us instruction to pray always pray over everything pray for a mug pray for a cup pray, pray for a sweater pray for pray for pray for anything just have faith that it will come to pass that is all you're told actually it's so simple the, the world tries to make uh, Christianity seem the world tries to make Christianity seem like uh, like it's so hard but it's not hard the Lord loves you yesterday I got to to read a verse that was really nice and I want to share it with you before I continue second uh, Peter chapter 5 verse 6 to 7 and it says humble yourself under the mighty hand of God so that he will exalt you in his own good time and leave your worries unto him because he cares for you. The Lord cares for you. Anything that you read in the Bible is not to make you have a lonely life or to, or to make you have um, to make you depressed. Actually, if you come to understand uh, as a believer in my journey since I just decided to fully give my life to Christ, I've noticed that um, I'm much more, I'm becoming more, uh, better than I ever was in the sense that uh, I'm becoming, I'm having peace. I have peace. I have joy. I have uh, a goodness that is growing in my heart. I have a kindness that is growing in my heart. And I want to, I want to attribute this to the fact that I've been just read, uh, in the word and reading the Bible and trying to understand every single thing that I read. And I'm not saying you become perfect because these days that uh, you will wake up and you will be so sad and these days that you you wake up and you'll be so happy and you'll just be dancing around you know it's a, it's the normal human life but it's much a much better experience than I than I ever had anyway the grasp that was the first um, the first verse to the point which is lack of understanding regarding our right to use the name of jesus christ which was john chapter 16 verse 23 to 24 and i'm going to read another verse that is going to support that point mark chapter 16 verse 15 to 18 and it says and then he told them go into the world and preach the good news to everyone anyone who believes and is baptized will be saved but anyone who refuses to believe will be condemned. These miraculous signs will accompany those who believe. They will cast out demons in my name and will speak in new languages. They will be able to handle snakes with, with safety. And, they, and if they drink any, anything poisonous, it will not hurt them. They will, sorry, it will not hurt them. 
and that is mark chapter 16 verse 15 uh, verse 15 to 18 and the, this was where jesus was talking to his disciples and he was telling them there will come a time when they would be required to go out and spread the good news and uh, spreading the good news is that doesn't just mean you go out and talk you go out and get disciples for christ you go out and get people to christ and what does this mean you go out and preach the bible preach uh, preach the gospel speak to people and so like things and those who believe you go and uh, baptize them in the name of jesus christ and if they believe and if they have faith they too will get the holy spirit from god and it will enable them to be able to cast out demons and perform miraculous signs in the name of jesus christ remember everything comes through the jesus christ um and christianity everything comes through jesus christ do not be be lied to do not allow yourself to be deceived there is only one way to god and that is through jesus christ there is no other way to god it's only through jesus christ that you will find salvation anyway um i'm going to go to my fifth point uh which is lack of understanding about the action on the word of god and what is this uh what does this mean lack of understanding about the action on the word of god the word of god is the bible so i'm going to to just replace uh bible in the in the sentence it says lack of understanding about the action on the bible and now what does this mean let me break it down this means we lack understanding on uh, how to act on what we read we lack the understanding to act on uh, everything that we read the bible was written for a reason god did not leave the bible for us as believers for no purpose he inspired those people uh, the apostles and the prophets who wrote the bible for a reason so that we um we believers of this this time may may get something from the bible so we need to understand that even as we read the bible it's not just a book of stories it's just it's not uh for entertainment purposes as much as it may reach a point that you are entertained maybe by a story that is not the only purpose that is not in fact a major purpose of the bible the bible was meant to teach us to edify us as believers so we need to understand that we need to act on what we read and what does uh, we need to act on what we read let's say you read on uh, the fruits of the holy spirit pray uh pray in the name of jesus christ that you may receive the holy spirit the fruits of the holy spirit and gradually you will realize that you will start uh, if you pray over uh, of course if you pray in faith you will receive everything natural to come in prayer with anything and everything i will keep saying this that all to come in prayer with everything and so if you pray you will receive and that is what uh this uh this last point says if you pray and um, if you read the bible and you uh apply what you read you will your faith will grow because you will see the changes you will see noticeably see a difference maybe a difference in you a difference in what you've been praying for you will get what you you asked for you know and uh the what are the i have some verses to support this point as well 
Hebrews chapter 10 verse 23. It says, Let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm, for God can be trusted to keep his promises. Romans chapter 10 verse 10, it says, For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God, but it is only by declaring your faith that you are saved. Listen to this. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God, and it is only by it is by declaring by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. Openly declaring your faith, you get saved. But um, believing in your heart, you're made right for, by by God. B- brings me back to the to the same point. Huh? Act on the word. Read the Bible and uh, strive to understand what you're reading. Don't just read it because it's a. Uh, don't read it because you are told by someone to read the Bible. Don't read the Bible because um, you want to get entertained or you want to pass time. Now read read the Bible with a purpose. And what is the purpose uh, that you should uh, put a bearing on uh, your reasons for reading the Bible? Read the Bible to get closer to God. It's a privilege to get closer to God. It's a privilege to have access to the most powerful being that is outside of us. We cannot even imagine the, the, the greatness of God. So read the Bible with a purpose, with a, a goal in mind. And by doing all these things, I believe we will we will get to grow our faith. And uh, as a parting shot, I'm just going to say, even as um, if you're a new believer, if you've been a believer for a long time, just keep in mind that you're on the winning team. You're on the winning team. And it's just a matter of time before all everything happens. And uh, if you're a believer, you believe that Christ is coming again. It is no no brainer to a believer. You believe that Christ is coming again. And uh, I'm just going to urge you to not give up. Don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on God. Because he cares for you. He truly cares for you. And the more you read the Bible, the more you experience God, the more you feel his love. And the more you will fall in love with following Christ and uh, just dedicating your life to him. It will not be difficult anymore once you realize that God just loves you so much. And that's why he gave his only begotten son to die for our sins. And that brings me to the end of my, uh, my my episode today. Thank you for listening to this point. And I hope uh, my podcast was, uh, this episode was edifying to those who reach to this point. I hope a lot of people reach to this point. And uh, thank you so much for listening. I will continue to update the, the podcast with the new episodes that I feel need to be gotten out feel free to share the podcast if you find it uh, interesting enough to share and if you find uh, that the the content will truly help someone out there please do share 
because we need to continue making disciples for Christ even as uh, we continue with our day-to-day life activities as students as parents as uh, workers whatever but we we need to keep an ultimate goal of glorifying Christ in everything that we do have a blessed day have a blessed week and thank you again the Lord be with you